0: It was
1: very hot. I was pretty tired. You were very tired. It was, it was visually clear that you were very tired I was and l- over it.
0: I was a little tired and over it. And I was switching back the wheels and brake pads, doing all the stuff I need to do to get the car done. And um, I put the car on the ground. I finished packing up the tools in the tire trailer. I hook up the trailer. Everything's ready to go. And I said, hey, I'm going to go wash my hands. And I hop in the car to drive over to the building and wash my hands. And I am heading toward the building and I go to slow down. I push the brake pedal. It goes all the way to the floor. Oh, no. And I push the brake pedal again. Oh, no. (laughs) And it goes all the way to the floor. Uh Uh-huh. And now I'm pointed at the building. Yeah. Going probably only 12 miles an hour because I don't do R35 speeds through the paddock. Right. but now I am panicking yeah. because I have not arrested my momentum whatsoever. I have the clutch in, I am coasting, and the brakes are doing absolutely nothing. Uh, I think I heard, hit the pedal, I hit it at least twice, then I try the handbrake. Uh huh. When I change the brake pads, I push all the pistons all the way back back into the caliper, so I can just slip the new pads in real easy. And what I usually do is hop back in the car and pump the brakes back up. Mm -hmm. I didn't remember to do that. Mm. So I had pumped them twice, which still had not extended the pistons enough. I grabbed the e-brake. It also does absolutely (laughs) nothing. Now I have run out of room, but that there is a sidewalk Heading straight toward the doors of the building, uh-huh. that is exactly one inch wider <laughs> than my car on either side.
1: No exaggeration.
0: It is lit- like literally. It is lined with rocks on both sides, and uh-huh. I have about an inch of clearance <laughs> from the tire to the rocks. I guide it up this sidewalk while I am troubleshooting the problem. All of this, I probably had six seconds, if, but it felt like that. a year. Yeah, from the first time I hit the pedal. Um, I've pulled the e-brake. I've hit the pedal. Nothing has happened. I stuff it in first gear and I dump the clutch, hoping that it will just stall and arrest the car. But modern cars have anti-stall. So it tries to keep it from stalling, which means it tries to give back momentum. So I put the clutch in and said a few choice words and hit the building. Oh, no. At probably four miles an hour. Yeah. But I hit the doors, which Uh are glass, Uh glass doors with metal frames and busted one of the glass doors and it stopped the car. This is as we were like literally about to leave. We are packed and ready to leave the track. It's about 4 p.m. Sunday. Yeah. And I hit the building with my car. Mm -hmm. And now I have to explain to many workers who work at New Jersey Motorsports Park and many grid life people Uh and the millville local police uh who had to come out and whatever i mean when he got there he was like so you're okay i was like yeah he's like the car is damaged and i said no not really he's like the 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 door like you need me to write a police report do you, do you have proof of insurance i was like i'm not filing this with insurance i've already given my credit card to these fine people and told them i will pay for their door and uh-huh. they're fine with that and he's like okay
1: all
2: right
0: so thankfully I, that didn't turn into a big situation that is, but.
2: That is I, I am so thankful for that if this was me i would have been in jail i that is just my luck that is the way these things go with me they would have put me in handcuffs and i would be
0: i just had to tell the same story to everyone which was i changed the brake pads i retracted the pistons and the calipers i forgot to pump the brakes back up and i had no brakes and i did everything i could and they're like well why did you drive up the sidewalk i said Because I was buying myself 30 more feet to try to solve this problem without hitting anything. Like, it just in the moment, that was the best option I had. To the left of that sidewalk is big electrical boxes. To the right of it is a fence and bushes. Yeah. And... In the middle, I had what I thought was enough space to guide my car toward and make maybe make it stop, maybe pump the brakes one more time and get the pedal back and stop it. Um, I tried everything I could, unfortunately, the building stopped the car. Um, so I still don't know how much money I'm going to be paying for this door, but at some point, a charge is going to hit my discover card and we'll pay it off that off when and that's that, yeah. Um, so lesson to everyone out there whether yeah. you are tired whether whatever it, the maybe the most frustrating part about this mm-hmm. is that when i had finished the rears which i did the rears first clayton had been legendarily standing there holding an umbrella to keep me in the shade uh-huh. i almost asked him to hop in the car and pump the pedal back up before i did the fronts and he was like turned and talking to somebody and it just didn't seem i was like i'll do it yeah i always do it of
1: course this is the yeah. end of a, a weekend where until I none of us got a whole lot of sleep everyone was very yeah. hot and tired like fatigue is yeah. no joke yeah. yeah for sure
0: and so yeah that was uh that was a dumb mistake i will absolutely never make again there's uh, there are a couple little indentations in the bumper it's of the car
1: barely it's ba- pretty minor
0: but it's for a, having
1: hit a building it's really fine <laughs>
0: good uh advertising campaign for uh for mazda the miata is tough enough to hit a building, and tough tough enough to hit a building. keep <laughs> going yeah um yeah they were they were actually everyone there was like stunned that my car was fine and really had those doors not been glass had they just been like two big heavy metal doors i would have just been like i'm real sorry that was incredibly dumb i will see you guys <laughs> maybe <laughs> never because i am inc- i'm about to die of embarrassment <laughs> Um, But yeah, eh, busted a door. I, there was nobody coming out the door. There was, yeah. you know, it's like one of those things where you look back and go, could have been way worse. Yeah. There was no one in the, now, had there been somebody on the sidewalk, I would have pitched it into the rocks and the bushes, like, no question. I sure, would have sure. sacrificed the car. It would have sucked. Yeah. But I would have sacrificed the car to not hit it. Like, I would have done it differently. Yeah. yeah, Thankfully, I didn't have to. Um, But yeah, that's, that is an incredibly helpless
2: feeling. Yeah, when the That's brake awful. pedal just no resistance, just all the way to the floor. Yeah, nothing. That that happened to me um, years and years and years and years ago uh, in my Saturn. I, we I had just done the brake pads, and uh, the exact same thing. For, just forgot to pump the pedal, and I was doing this at our friend's house, who lives on, uh, Courthouse Road, like on Courthouse Road. And I was rolling out of his driveway towards like busy courthouse road traffic, and there's just no brake pedal. And I was like, <gasps> and like <laughs> had to like very quickly pump it, and like I I I ripped the wheel, and there's like he had a bit of extra driveway, and so I was able to like you know just dip it and pop the car in neutral and like roll it off. But like that is ter- it's terrifying.
0: Yeah, it's just it, you feel incredibly helpless. Yeah, it's like every system that should just unquestionably work on this car to stop me. Like, a cable-operated handbrake yeah. that also did nothing. Like, yeah. it just was... I think the only thing I could have maybe done differently is put it in sixth and dump the clutch. Because I was going so slowly, that would have stalled the engine. Mm. Like, that gear ratio, but I, yeah. I was thinking... In the other direction, like yeah. when you dump the clutch too fast in first, you stall the car. Right. Usually, so first was what I tried, right. which was just like first and just drop the clutch because mm-hmm. hopefully it would just overload it too quickly and stall. Um, but no, that car it it tries to anti stall, so it like drive by wire. It just keeps the throttle open enough to keep it alive. Yeah, it was uh, it was dumb and unfortunate, but uh, that's a lesson to anyone listening. Um, don't forget to pump your brakes back up mm-hmm. after you retract all the all the pistons, um, whether you're tired at the end of a long track weekend or not. I absolutely will not forget that step what ever was, again.
2: What was the I'm just just trying to figure out the mechanics of it. What Where was the car when you got in it? Like, how did you get in the car and not have to?
0: Well, I back it into my paddock space. Uh huh.
2: So I just pulled it out forward. So I, I and yeah, I guess you're on perfectly level ground there, basically, yeah. and you just don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was in gear, and I guess I had the handbrake down, so I just had it parked in gear while I was working. And on it the was brakes. in the grass.
1: Too, or uh, the grass. yeah,
0: I actually did do it. Yeah. I swapped it back in the grass, so it was like in the grass. It wasn't going to roll anywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, I hooked up the trailer. So I had the trailer on it and everything. So I had, like, the extra mass, like, not helping me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Slow down. But, yeah, it was uh, just a dumb way to put a damper on the weekend. I will say, the people from Gridlife were not only cool about it, the dude Charlie, who was, like, the liaison for Gridlife to New Jersey Motorsports Park for this whole event, came up to me and like while no none of the new jersey motorsports park people were standing there w- was like hey if they start playing hardball come get me huh. because we have your back okay. so yeah oh, well, that was good. that was cool they were like they may call the state police they may come breathalyze you i was like i haven't been drinking like it's if they do they do like it'll just waste time because yeah. i want to go home yeah but um Yeah, but thankfully, weird New Jersey law, apparently on track, is under the jurisdiction of the New Jersey State Police. Hmm. But in the paddock, because it's it's just private private property, property, it's not. So it was just Millville local police. They had them come out. Apparently, state police
1: in New Jersey can pull you over on track if they deem that you are driving unsafely. That is a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking i'm just not even surprised uh, Fucking at new all. jersey man. yeah
0: i there's so many reasons not to go to that state except that that racetrack is just so it's good really good i don't i don't <laughs> jordan and i were both like i don't i can't explain why i love this I track so much i just groove
1: with it it's like really awesome i
0: just feel like i understand it it works well for the speed and style car that i have yeah like, like it's fast, but it's not too fast. The high-speed corners, you would have to brake really hard for in a Camaro. I think what's so fun about them is that they are just on the edge of taking them completely flat out yeah. in our cars.
1: If you're really brave, it's really fun the curb, you do not have to lift.
0: To try to work up to that. Like to try to work from just lifting the throttle a little bit to maintain speed and then rolling back into it before the apex to try to work from that up to like, I'm just not gonna lift this time, which I never did. It's really scary. I never got there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think I could, And and that's fun. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I think if I went back there with a fresh set of tires, I could cut 2 seconds off my time now.
0: I, I think if I went back with like a fresh set of RT660s, I could I could all, and maybe some higher spring rates. That's yeah. the thing I'm fighting now is I watched my video from last year. I could just tell from the GoPro footage how much more crisp turn-in was.
1: Last year was on the Konis, right? Yeah, the Konis
0: and the and the Roadster Sport springs. And now I'm on Zetas which the way they take curbs, the way they handle transition is great, but I went down in spring rate, and it is noticeable in how the car transfers leans before it turns into a corner. I almost have to anticipate my turn in point a little bit and start dialing steering angle in, and then the car will take that like momentary rollover and set, and then it goes uh it used to feel much more like. I can just turn in when I hit my turn-in point, and it will just go where I point it. Um, so I do miss that a little bit, and I'm contemplating some suspension changes. The way
1: you need the Lord's coilovers. These are probably
0: the Lord's coilovers for motorsports if I put 12K, 6K <laughs> yeah, race springs on them. Sure. But they would not be for the street no, at all. no. And I'm, I am contemplating maybe selling the Zetas while they're still pretty low mileage and just getting Fortune 510s and being able to work directly with Fortune Auto locally um, and tailor them to what I'm doing with the car.
1: And they have such a wide, like, you can change with 8K worth of spring rate without revalve.
0: I mean, that's true of the Zetas, too. Oh, like, I am on 6K, 3K right now. And they handle up to the 12K, 6K rate split that the race springs. So you can go from sixes to 12s on the front. I mean, no question.
1: The springs aren't that expensive. You could swap springs out if you wanted
0: to. I could. The problem is, I'm just afraid that if I do and I still don't like it, now I've spent $600. On it because they use helper springs and they change the helper springs depending on the spring rates you're running so you have to buy the whole spring stack Dumb. so it's like six or six hundred fifty dollars to swap springs on the zetas that's and too then, much and then maybe still not be happy so i'd probably paid... rather just work with fortune because it then if i want to swap springs like right away they'll probably just let me do it
1: yeah it was cause i know people there. I i put 12k springs on the front or Yeah. Yeah. 12K springs on the front before this event. I had 10s and now I have 12s, which is awesome, by the way. The car handles amazing.
0: Um, The way you turn in, like watching back footage, the laps that I was behind you, like when you reach the turn in point, you just go whoop on the wheel and the car just goes. Yeah. Like right now. It's so good. And I'm like, you're three car lengths ahead of me turning in and I'm literally starting my turn in to get the car to go at the same point. When Jordan just goes like, "Whoop, here we go." It's crazy.
1: You can you can just stand that thing on the nose and it and just pivot it and it goes. It's Spring amazing. Rates. They're they're a thing. Yeah, but it was $90 for a pair of springs for that like <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: The at home no, listener okay. can't see that I'm giving Jordan the finger right now. Not not that he deserves it, but <laughs> no, I just that's why I'm I'm pretty heavily contemplating going to like eight and five K on some five tens that are valved to make that still comfortable on the street. Sure. And then be able to just crank it at the track like I'm doing now. At New Jersey, I actually I didn't count how many clicks i had gone up but i added a couple and then i was like hmm i wonder how close to full stiff i am so i like popped the hood in the trunk at some point during the weekend just to see they were at full stiff (laughs) like i i just kept adding until i had dialed them to full stiff and they took the curbs great still and that was the best way i had to get it close to like doing what i wanted but it still feels more free it's understeery if i push it too hard it's it takes a while to turn in like the spring rates are too low for the track they just are so i need coilovers that will handle higher spring rates well on the street so that i can get the track performance back
1: that I've been missing. I, I don't. I as I, I've been. I love the five tens, but I don't know if that's the answer for that though, because they are they are quite aggressive on the street. This
0: is why I want to drive Armand's car because he has five tens on there now with eight and six s- probably. No, I think it's six and four. That's still because low. the RF has weight in the back. Well, he wanted soft springs for the street, but I want to drive it with those. And he was also talking about maybe changing spring rates, I think. But um, I want to see what like eight, eight and four, eight and five or whatever would be. Because I also went back down to the uh, stock rear sway bar mm. on my car when I switched to the Zetas. So I've got the progress bar on the front, but the the rear bar is stock.
1: I wonder and, if you can add rear the other one back and see what happens. Mm, but it's pr- it'll
0: rotate pretty bad under trail braking as it is, and I think oh, that would fair. only get worse yeah, with a stiffer right. rear bar. So what I really need is stiffer springs all around, but the same balance. Because the balance on the car is actually pretty good. Like, it feels I can kind of perch it on the edge and understeer or oversteer, depending on what I do, like, depending on how I drive it. Um, it's a good level of neutral. I just want it to have less less roll. body roll, less hesitation in transition than it's got right now. If I took a still frame out of the off I had in turn 1 when it swapped oh, ends on me, it's wild. And the car is at like a 15 degree lean at that like the moment it was flipping around from rolling it's, forwards to backwards it's very lot. quickly. It's leaning hard. I mean, I'm sure it's on the bump stops, and I think with stiffer springs, it would not...
1: And being on the bump stops, it leads bad. to, like, unpredictability like that, too. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: maybe some suspension changes again, just to... I, I will say, like, as far as how it transitions from the curbing back to the track, surface changes, like, way better than the conies were yeah so i coil overs are the way with good valving uh and adjustability i just think i need something a little more tailored to me and yep. my car and how mm-hmm. i use it and i've got a local source that i can work directly with
1: yep so good group of dudes over probably, there
0: yeah and that's, that's pretty much it that's the new jersey recap yeah and we drove home it was
1: i got home at midnight on should have been uneventful
0: (laughs) there was a construction barrel in the middle of 95 and Uh people it was on the dotted lines and people damn near stopped in the center lane Uh and i thankfully had the walkie-talkies and said to jordan watch out watch out which was the quickest thing i could think to shout because he was following me um i changed into the left lane and just Cross my fingers that Jordan had brakes and time to do the same, which he did. Um and then there was a there was a dude stopped on the side of ninety-five with one of those like motorist assistant guys with the light board and everything who just like pointed the guy out into traffic directly in front of Jordan. Yeah. Like from a dead stop. The guy was I'm like
1: like almost 70, and this good dude just pulls out right in front of him He
0: was waving Traffic over to the center lane, which I had a slot to get over, but there was traffic in the center lane. And then he just, like, told the guy to go in front of Jordan, bearing down with a trailer and a race car. And it just was another too dramatic, too dramatic moment. I'm very
1: glad that I have upgraded all of the brakes on that truck and have the trailer brakes on the trailer that work. Yeah. But yeah, we made it home. I thought. I thought I was going to die all day Monday. I just wanted to crawl in a hole. I got uh, home at
0: 11.51 or something, and there were storms nearby. And so I unpacked exactly the scooter off of the trailer, because <laughs> I didn't want it rained on, Yep. and my backpack mm-hmm. with like my clothes and my toothbrush and my deodorant.
1: I, I grabbed my, my backpack with my clothes and my, water bottle. And my bag with perishable food items everything i I, forgot, I drove the whole I car the with food. the trailer and everything to work the next day because i couldn't un- i didn't have time to unload <laughs> as i as rolled I up to work monday awesome. morning with, with the full rig and they were like what are you doing i was like you're like i got, I, I got back got eight hours midnight, ago <laughs> like yeah
2: i had a bad experience
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we talked about that on the way to we maryland did. actually we quoted exactly that damn it i'm deaf i don't <sighs> do dogs i, I had a Real bad experience.
1: Why? What I happened? want a whole room for my shoes. <laughs> South of Spain. Oh, man. Good uh, movie. So,
2: the radiator in the Jeep exploded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, Joelle got home and yelled. I was upstairs. She yelled for me. I came downstairs. She's like, I need you outside right now. And I went out, and there's just... St- billowing steam clouds coming out of the front of the jeep i was like what in the world she's like i don't know i don't know what happened i heard a pop or something like that it's like okay so i ran over there and we opened it up and uh and i mean there's you could see like the whole engine bay is wet and there's coolant like you know on the inside of the hood and like all i mean just everywhere right uh, and I'm like looking around, like what? If, like the radiator cap is on. Like none of the hoses are like not nothing exploded. Nothing. I'm like what in the world? I'm like look look go walking all the way around looking. Eventually, I see that, and I sent you guys a photo of, I don't know, a 11 inch long split in the in the upper tank of the radiator. Just, just absolutely exploded. I've
0: never seen one fail like that before. Like just. End tank completely let go.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it happened in the driveway. Like she had turned the car off and was like getting out, and it popped and sprayed coolant everywhere. As and soon it, as
1: that water pump stops circulating the coolant, yeah. Oh yeah. well,
0: and there's no, well, I guess it's got a fan, but like less airflow over the radiator, right? Like everything heat soaks when you stop. Yeah, usually. Yeah, I guess it was just too much.
2: Yeah, It yeah. just so, anyways. I jumped on the parts websites uh for you know all the the normal stores and I found one at In Advance, I think just right down the road.
0: Ready in Advance.
2: I went to the world's busiest advance auto parts. I've ever I mean there were a line down the aisles. There were 15. 16 people standing in the front of the store and two employees yep oh my word
0: we're not ready in advance
2: <laughs> the, i i mean the dude was just apologizing so much like i'm so sorry you know we're i'm moving as fast as i can and the whole time i'm there the whole time i'm there there's online orders just be like spilling out of the printer
1: yeah like wholesale stuff
2: probably yeah. oh my word i felt so bad i was like i'll get my own parts like um so i I just point me to the aisle with the radiators i'll go back there and find it (laughs) i have the part number (laughs) so okay okay yes because i'm a responsible part buyer i i went to the website and i got a radiator and then upper and lower hoses nice i should have got a cap i don't know why i didn't get a cap i need to get one i would have
0: assumed the new radiator would have come with one nope
2: cool no yeah so I, I should have gotten a cap. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't think of it for some reason. Anyway It's not the thing that failed. It's not the it thing held that the failed the pressure. That's right. Yeah. Um I I wrote down the numbers from the website on a little piece of paper and I went in the store. And I said, This is what I need right here. This please.
1: And he, he took the piece of paper and he's looking at it and he goes, What are these? The fuck you mean what are these? Those the, are the You have the one job to find those numbers, my this, guy. These
2: you look the, at these numbers. <laughs> Every day. He, the was, work. he was like, these these don't look like our part numbers. I got them. From, type them
1: into your little magic box there I by got them your from webs. the website.
2: <laughs> he was like, Okay. And he like when he you know, he's right we're right there at the computer and you just type in type in the number. That doesn't do anything. He goes to the next one. Like, nothing. I got nothing. And it it comes up like in the like coolant radiator section, but there's just nothing on the screen. He's like, What are these Weird. for? And I was like, It's a Jeep? Wrangler, you know, uh, four-liter, and he um, almost got me one for a four-cylinder,
1: not the four-liter. I caught that. Luckily, he had the screen, like, facing me. Yep. It's like, oh. sir, let me look up my own parts. I'm better at this than you. <sighs> Anyways. I don't. So I don't know what I wrote down.
2: They they do have an issue sometimes
1: where you there, will. There's a there's a there's manufacturer a manufacturer part, part number and a SKU number. Yes,
0: and Advance searches everything by their SKU yep. so part
2: number the in their catalog. SKU number is what I thought I wrote down. Hmm. So I, I it doesn't matter. Yeah. The point. Is, I I was trying to be like the, sure. the good guy and be like I get me out of here quickly.
1: You know. Um anyways did, I did didn't... the same thing at at my advance uh-huh. at in New Jersey. I showed up with the wheel bearing part number and the guy was like, We don't have that. It's like you sure? You wanna go look? He was like he 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 like he walked to the back as slow as possible, came back, said he didn't have it. And I was like, Are you sure? I was like, Okay, maybe the inventory on the website's wrong. Can you tell look at other locations around and tell me where I can get one? And then he looked at the part number again and said Oh, I, ju- I just looked in the wrong section. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, That's thanks. the worst. I get that you're making like $8 an hour and it's not enough for the amount of bullshit you have to put up with, but please. Please. It's not a complicated job. Just sh- boxes on shelf. Yeah. Take box off shelf. I know. That's all you have Bring to do. Bring to me and I will pay you money <sighs> yeah. for it.
0: So they found you the radiator and the, the hoses. Um,
2: oh, oh, oh! There's a there's a brand of gloves that they sell in advance
1: that are like Raven mechanics. Is it Raven or um, mechanics with an X? No, like oh. like like. Uh, oh, like nitrile or like whatever. Like nitrile yeah. gloves. Diamond it's, grip. Di-
2: is that what it is?
1: Oh, I, I like I don't remember. The yellow the, ones. The diamond with grip the... ones are
2: dope. Oh, yeah, I've got them at home. I've I, they're they're black, so maybe it was Raven. Uh, but they're like double layered and like super thick oh they yeah, were yeah. it was it was like eight dollars for six pair or something like that oh nice so uh anyways i I bought some of those they're amazing they're so good i, I went through three of them because it, that was i'd i i do not think i've ever been in a more humid situation than yeah. that night it, it was brutal it wasn't too too hot but it was brutally humid outside I sweat through the rubber sweat, gloves. Yeah. Like yeah. they fill the gloves filled, filled with, with water. water. Oh, yeah, I've so done that
0: before. Your hands come out yeah. pruned yes. from the Yes. Gloves. <laughs> yeah.
2: I changed gloves three times just to get Ugh. like sweat out of them. Yeah. Like, oh, it was so bad.
0: Oh, and and then like trying to pull the next pair of gloves yes. onto your damp hands is like the most infuriating <laughs> task in the
2: world. So I deal with this all the time at work. Yes. So what I do is you, you go and wash your hands, dry them as good as you can, and then like get some like alcohol, like uh, rubbing alcohol or something like and that. And let it evaporate. And let it evaporate off your hands. At work, I have access to 100% ethanol. So like it, it like literally there's nothing work. left and it goes with, like What you
0: seconds, need but... is one of those little dryers that they have at the bowl in yeah. the alley for your... <laughs> that's just yeah. like constantly the Just yeah. a Dyson air and
1: blade. Yeah.
2: Pretty much uh so i get garage. i got home and got got to work it wasn't too too bad um i thought i was gonna have to pull the fan i didn't uh, which is pretty cool it's a um, mechanical it's fan? a mechanical fan okay
0: yeah you just pull the shroud
2: yeah so i i unbolted the shroud and just pushed it back like set it on the fan yeah um there was a stupid heater not a heater core hose or uh expansion hose no, what was it? It was a, uh, one of the AC lines was oh. like pressing the, it kept like pressing the thing. It was, it just made it difficult. But, um, I, what I didn't think about before doing all of this is the transmission cooler lines. Oh, oh right. Um, auto, so like I things. got, I, I, I was taking, so, so the, the radiator comes out, um, with just six bolts. There's three on each side, and you can just get to them, you know, from from the top, basically, except for one of them all the way at the bottom on the passenger side. You have to I had to go from underneath. And when I laid down there, I saw the two cooler lines. I was like, oh,
1: son of a bitch.
2: Yep. Son yep. of a so always. I uh I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't want to dump all my ATF ATF all over the yeah. place, right? Uh, I had already drained the radiator at this point, but I don't want to dump ATF everywhere. So I, <laughs> I went into the garage and I came out with I have I have a pile of these Cincinnati machining company like for, for, like I think pretty sure they were my grandfather's C clamps that are like this big, you know, like. Tiny little C clamps, yeah. and I just C clamped the hose. Oh, the shut, rubber hose! The rubber just hose. Pinched, just it off. pinched the hose, and then like took took them off. One of they they were just like um. They were like With hose
1: spring cl- clips, like
2: hose clamped to the mm-hmm. to the brass fittings on the bottom of the radiator, uh. But they would not come off. I could not get the hoses to come off. Uh, it, was a, it was a challenge to get them off. You
0: got like a hook tool
2: in there to yeah, try to, to try, like, sweep it around. And you could, I could take the hose and spin it on the fitting. But, but it, it just would not. But the barb on the fitting wouldn't let the hose go. <sighs> so one of them I finally got off. Uh, and then the other one, like the hose was crumbling just and everything. Just cut it as so, close as you can. So I just cut it as close as I could. Um, the... Uh, I was really thankful that the fitting. Oh no! No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I messed the story up. I took the fittings out oh, because oh. it's brass brass fittings. I took the fittings out of the trans- and then of still the
0: could not get them out of the hose.
2: Yeah, still couldn't get them out of the hose. But but I took them out to just to get the radiator out. I took the brass fittings out and pulled the radiator out. Put the new one in. It's the different size fittings.
1: Yep. Did it not come
2: with? No, it came. It came with a bag of fittings, but they were different. Uh, the like we're ready the flare flare was on the opposite side like yeah it's it's a you know it's a flared fitting and it was aftermarket radiators yeah it was on it was on the opposite side so i had to cut the i i got one of the hoses out but i had to cut the other one and and plug the plug a new fitting in so i'm glad it came with them because again i didn't think about it um but the hose is now precisely the exact length like,
0: like no slack whatsoever nope <laughs> so i'm gonna hey have listen to it. if it doesn't leak yeah
2: yeah so uh i was very nervous about it leaking and it didn't leak i put a piece of fresh cardboard underneath the jeep uh, all night long and it uh, actually it went a full 24 hours without it doesn't drip, easy. let her rip. That's right. That's right. And I think I I think I maybe only lost like a few tablespoons worth of ATF.
0: Nice. It's not bad. Which is which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh smart move on the C clamps, actually. Yeah, if they make little um hose hose pinches pl- sure pl- that, that are they like do. plastic. And, and I'm sure just, they like, cost mur- eleven
1: billion dollars for Matco.
0: Well, yeah, from or from snap, snap on, on for
1: sure.
2: So, I the the uh getting the bolts out that uh, none of the bolts uh they were all very rusty. None of them had any problem coming out. I didn't like have a single issue with anything like that, which is awesome. Uh, including the the you know fittings for the cooler lines, like it just came right off. You know, no problem.
1: What year is the Wrangler?
2: 03? 02. 02. Yeah. It's got 265,000 miles on it or something awesome. like that. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Do uh, you know its ownership
0: history? Like, has it been East Coast the whole time? I or have, no, I have no, idea? no idea. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. not, I don't remember it being very rusty underneath, which is good.
2: That's because we had the frame repaired.
1: Oh, yeah. The frame definitely okay. was rusty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah uh it's the
0: okay so it's rear it's like a small miracle been. that the bolts just came out
2: yeah okay yeah i i did i mean i did hit them with some you know sure. some pb and stuff but yeah it's it's i was very thankful that they came out um if i had an electric ratchet
1: it i a, so good
2: a third of the amount of time i'm yeah. sure
0: Guess, it was six bolts. Guess and who lives six took minutes from you and has one, I know. Court, you Just come borrow it.
2: Buddy. You were busy. I was that day. Yeah. You were You were like out you... somewhere or whatever.
0: Something was going on. Yeah. I did have an obligation that evening,
2: but...
1: I, I highly recommend ordering a Milwaukee electric ratchet. They're the, the one I of don't the best want. tools I've want, ever
2: had. I don't want another battery.
1: What do you have so far? Bosch. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. think they make an electric.
2: They ratchet. don't
1: make. One. I don't think so. Oh, no. I know Ryobi does not in the U.S. They do in Australia.
2: I would check on my computer right now, but the, but power, the power is still, still out. Um, sure is. Um. Anyways, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit. It was only six bolts, but it would have been yeah. very yeah. very very handy. That
0: is have. a tool like that's a tool that I own and way too often forget
1: to go for yeah because yeah. like you can, it's not good for breaking bolts loose you have no. to break the bolts loose first but extracting bolts yeah. oh my
0: God. like the last time i used it actually was uh just the other day when i so we got home from new jersey i barely unpacked the car and then monday afternoon after i came home from work i was like okay time to unpack the car And I actually had the energy somehow, miraculously, to swap the race seat out and put the driver, like the uh, stock seat back in. And I actually went for the electric ratchet to do that job. And that was like the first time in ages that I've grabbed that tool. Yeah, I was like, this is so good like yeah. why don't i use this more like yeah. it was a problem behind the seat because there's mm-hmm. not much room and the um the number of clicks that an electric ratchet in like hand ratchet mode has is like six uh, yeah, yeah they're
1: not they're it, not it, accurate like not
0: that. especially fine
2: um resolution putting putting those bolts back in Is when I realized that the bottom bolts, bottom bolt holes on the radiator are slotted. So you could just loosen them and take the radiator out.
0: That's always when you notice that. And the bolts are like
2: an inch and a quarter long for for clamping. And they're fine thread. You know, sheet metal or whatever, you know. I
1: at least hope you're able to get an actual ratchet on them and not having to do like a wrench. Yes, I could actually get a
2: ratchet on it. But, but. Putting the putting the passenger side one that was that was the problem bolt. Putting the passenger side one back in, I had to or I I came to realize that the easiest thing to use was a ratcheting wrench. Yeah. So I was able to like and it and they're weird sizes because jeep, it was like a nine millimeter or something like that. So luckily I had one and I was up even with my very best ratchet of whatever um I I had, you know, a bunch of my snap on tools out. The wrenches were uh the blue point but still good still good uh but even with my very best ratchet i was like la- it was like a click or two at a time moving you know a bajilometer at a time and and my hand is in an awkward position so it's like click 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 click, 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 click. i need
0: to get you one of my absolute favorite ratchet which is the uh snap on stubby. stubby flex head yeah it is like 120 point wretch. Yeah. Like you can move a millimeter of mm-hmm. throw and it will click. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it fits in so many places. It's got the little like teardrop handle, mm-hmm. so you can get way more torque on it than you have any right to. Yeah. So good. One of my favorite yeah. tools. Yeah. Shout out to Richard who bought it for me. Legend. I love it. That's a great
2: tool. I'm sure that. There were ample opportunities for me to have just gotten it out a different tool and used it instead, but like I was using, you were committed. I was committed.
0: Dude, I know that. I know this feeling. I don't so want to have to stand up like, again. If I'm I have mad, to stand
2: up off this creeper one more goddamn time, I
0: have. I have one tool in my hand. It does fit the fastener. I'm going to make it work. So,
2: yes, yes, I yeah. was over it at this point um I was so hot I had sweated through my pants and my shirt and like it was just brutal so um putting the shroud back on uh is when I realized that the uh shroud mounting bolts in the new radiator are not threaded like the old ones were so they the like the old ones are just like tapered like pointy almost like self-drilling type screws and they but no they just like fell right through the the holes in the new radiator so i went to the bolt shelf and there are now parts from my red miata in the jeep
0: oh amazing (laughs) oh it lives on
1: yeah so steve yes where can people find you on the internet uh,
0: go to com and click on our sponsor. It's got some beautiful purple hearts next to it. It's true. It will take you right to my Instagram, which is at I am understeer. I did post my second best lap from Gridlife, New Jersey up there. Uh, I don't post a whole lot anymore, but I promise I'm there. I'm there lurking.
1: Follow me. Always watching. Yes. Corey, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Also on the Instagram at c dot uh, By the way, Corey, yeah. I
1: at
0: New Jersey. I went through a pair of shorts; they ripped in the butt. Yes. so I, I felt like you would be proud.
1: Excellent. You didn't post them on the Instagram?
0: No. Well, no, that's Corey's shtick. <laughs> you gotta tag him <laughs> <can't>, in it. <laughs> I can't cramp his style. <laughs> maybe on my story. Maybe no, I'll post a picture. That'd be funny. Yeah, they that'd finally let go, like right across the butt. They yeah. just got like threadbare. Maybe. Mm-hmm got more junk in the trunk than i think I jordan where can people find you
1: uh i'm on instagram at the daily downshift um i also have a blog at the daily downshift.blogspot.com uh, you can find everything at beerandbackfire.com um uh, yeah that's all i got
2: tell your friends we, we want more listeners yes if you like this podcast there's a good chance that somebody you know also likes this podcast yeah probably and it'd be
1: cool if you told them about it yeah and if you do listen like comment on stuff when we post it because otherwise it feels like we're shouting into the void well
0: and come see us at the track actually yeah Yeah. it's the couple of times that's happened it's been really cool it's happened it has been more than one now which is neat yeah when i say to someone you know, they go, "Oh, what's what's the podcast?" I go, "Oh, it's Beer and Backfire," and they're like, "Oh, I've heard of that." That's nice. You
1: have uh, what? I was yeah. I was astonished yeah. when somebody yeah. said, they, "Oh, I've heard of that." I was like, "Really?" I think it was <laughs> Sam actually
0: yeah. said, "I've heard of that" because we were talking about slip angle. Obviously, oh, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. at a yeah. Grid Life event, it mm-hmm. makes sense. And uh, yeah, we mentioned it, and he was like, "Oh, I've heard of that."
2: From where? From whom? Warmed my heart. Awesome. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say. Oh. Oh. I put on the. This is on the website. So if you tell people to watch the, To watch to listen to the podcast, tell them just to go to the website. But. Uh, if you are going to start, start at episode twenty nine. Yeah,
1: when we have the good recording. That implement. is
2: that is when the audio quality is good enough to listen to. If yeah. you like it, and you get used to us you can go back and listen to some of the old stuff but it's
1: worse the best the best thing that we did back then was the fast and the furious commentary that was so good it was so good i love I, that one. i
2: loved that episode oh man it was good anyways thanks for listening we appreciate you have a good one guys love y'all